So would show number two of Late Night Boomin, would that be a success? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Through the difficulties, it was overall a success. It was rough. It was very rough. <laughs> right but that was not our fault. That was not our we fault. We got screwed over. That's right. Um, we, we had everything planned out and we just couldn't get the it's job. These, you know, that was, we were supposed to have an audio person there an hour and a half before. And, they didn't and we didn't get our stuff minutes. figured out until literally eight o'clock. Yeah. And, and I had been trying doors. to get an audio person in there for a week and a half. Yeah. Well, the good news is my dad, who is actually an audio engineer, he like he really, really knows his stuff. He has volunteered to uh, help us out to run the board for uh, the next show. That would be great. So then we don't have to have any interference, nothing. So he'll just run everything. That would be awesome because yeah. he knows what he's talking. About. He, he does. So uh, welcome to the Small Small YouTube Channels Talk Podcast. We're going to run the ad break uh, right after the intro just so we can get it over with and just sure. talk. Yeah. So. Um, Roll the intro. Warning. The following pre-recorded podcast will blow your mind. Broadcasting to Anchor, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Recorded in Cole's parents' basement. This is Small Small YouTube Channels Talk. Now roll the ad break. Nice. All right. <laughs> okay. Welcome back to the Small Small YouTube Channel Talk. Thank you so much for sitting through that ad break. We figured we'd get it done right away because... Honestly, I'm because not like looking last to do a lot time of we today. didn't give you guys an ad. We apologize. That's right. Well, I, guys well we didn't give to you that. an ad because it was episode ten, and it was kind of a special occasion. A little treat for you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I've actually made more money on Anchor doing this podcast than I ever have in like the eight years of doing YouTube. Seriously? Yeah, I've made like eighty-five cents, and that's wow. the most. I've made more money doing this in. 11 weeks than I have in eight years of doing YouTube. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. 85 cents. 11 <laughs> weeks already. Yeah. If anyone wants a custom uh, ad read and you want to sponsor us, uh, we'll do it cheap. We're cheap people. Yeah, we're cheap. We're cheap. We're cheap. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> what Nobody I say? wants an ad. So let's talk about, um, let's talk about Lane Boomin. Because right. I personally wanted to ask you a couple things because of like, you're like up there. Like you're the person, like you're the host, right? What's that like to like run a live like so show? Okay, I'll give, I'll kind of explain this by describing the experiences from the two shows and combining them into one. Okay, sure. So the first show, um, there's a lot of energy. I got out there and the audio was working pretty well, right? Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people there, and the energy was great right off the bat. And so the rest of the show, I felt really confident. It was just a really, really fun time. Okay, right. Occasionally, there'd be a little bit of audio in there. Right. Occasionally, you know, some things. But, you know, right. it was nothing to stop the show. Right. Right. The second show, I was very, very stressed out all the way, like, right up until before the show. And that really kind of put a, put a hindrance on the rest of the show. Right. So I don't think the show energy was down, though. I think it was. I think it. The, I don't know if you noticed, but the show energy, because I'm sure you were focused on other things. Yeah. But the show energy was there. You like, think so? Like, the energy in the crowd was there. So, my from my perspective, when I came out, the first thing I noticed was that there wasn't nearly as many people as there was from the first show. That's. I think that's because we didn't have ample time to yeah. advertise. Sure. And, and I was, and I wasn't thinking about that, but like right then I was like kind of confused and I was kind of like, oh man. And right off the bat, like from the first show that people were just like, yeah, yeah, like super excited. And then this show is just like, yeah, you know, and it yeah. just, I don't know. I don't know. But it when, when there were some really funny stuff happening, 
It was it was good. It was yeah, good. I honestly think that this show is really good. Like after, I was editing a little bit today from parts of the show, and I thought it went really well. But but so overall, I would exp- describe the experience as it's a it's so much fun. It's it's like when we did the movie in right. the theater. You know, the right. payoff is always worth it. Right. You know what I mean? Because there are still things that went wrong. You know, with oh. with uh, you know noticing things about it. But and, but overall, it's still a good experience. Yeah, no, like, yeah, and like that's, that was super stressful. Oh my goodness! I think that it was. I think that it was. A, a and and that's a hard part for those of you. Um, maybe maybe this is good podcast to talk about um doing live things yeah. because you know for our whole careers we've never really ventured down the live been path. Pre-recorded. Everything's pre-recorded. We've never right. gone down the live path, and I've maybe done a couple gaming live streams, but that's nothing compared to like what we were doing, right? Like live in front of a crowd, right? And it's we don't for those for those of you guys that have never been to one of these shows, we don't film it like they would a late night show. We film it as a live experience. And a late night show. So there's no pauses. Like we don't say, all right, we're going to redo this, you know, right. it, because it's just one straight through thing. And I don't know. I mean, you're there. You're it's kind of like, it's kind of like a play almost like it needs yeah, to be perfect. It, it needs is. to be one run through. It needs to be good. Yes. And, and tell me the difference between being on set of say one of our film projects and being on set of the live show of Slick Trigger. Right. So I think the way that I've described this before is it's basically like managing one long take. Like everything has to be perfect and we don't get a second chance. Mm-mm. Like that's how I picture it. I'm going to just silence my phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was really looking to not do any editing this podcast. That's why I wanted the ad break right at the well, beginning. Well, chop, but, chop. Um, yeah, no, it's like, it's like doing one really, it has to be perfect basically. Like it's similar to a play because... You go to Jimmy Fallon, you're there for three hours and the finished product is an hour long. Right. Actually, it's 44 minutes long because of commercials. Mm-hmm. But with us, we have to get it like it has to be ready, perfect, done. And um, I think one of our biggest downfalls was um, not having enough planning time because not everyone was on the same page. Well, you got to remember half of our literally over half of our crew was not there. No, more like most of our crew was not. Most there. of our crew from the very first show was yeah. not there. And it was literally just me. You, um, Trevor, and then Eddie showed up late. And I think yes. that was that was that literally was it from the first show. And we had all three of our camera guys out. We had our co-host out. Like we had one of our stage hands out, and oh my goodness. But was, was I, we pulled it off. You we know? did pull it off. Hopefully and, have you set a date for the next um sometime in March. We should we should set a date so we can start pushing it for sure, planning it. Um and, but yeah. It's here's another thing so too weird. is like you don't when we're writing stuff and when we're filming stuff and we do a lot of comedy in our stuff we get second chances on like if it's not funny or stuff you right. don't get a second chance when you're on stage and right. you make a joke that bombs luckily most of your jokes did not i don't think a single joke your one of your jokes bombed well like that's most of the time, that's the joy of the co-host and you know having the extra the banter yeah, the banter right because right? they can if a joke's not good they can always pick up pick it up and hopefully stuff. jacob can return for episode four right. three, three. yeah well, show three it's not an episode right right Yeah, it was uh, still, though, very, very fun. A new thing, a new experience for me because I ran the one of the cameras. Yeah. Um, How'd that go? I think it went well. It was definitely um, I don't think that uh, we would have needed what my job was the first show because the first show wasn't as planned out. So it wasn't as. 
I want to say like perfect because the the first show needed someone to make sure that people were doing their job. Yeah, and we didn't have the schedules written out for the cameras right. either. Right, which definitely helped. It did help a lot. Um, one of the stagehands forgot to switch microphones or switch the yeah. microphone. Oh, there was so many problems. The projector wouldn't move. The up projector and down. wouldn't work. And but we're we're gonna completely. You know, have you ever seen the movie The Founder? Uh, that's about McDonald's, right? I've seen the beginning of it. Right. So there's a scene where they're talking about how they developed the fast food system and they, they were like showing other restaurants and how they did things. And it was like really cluttery. And the McDonald's like rearranged our kitchen so that everything ran really, really smoothly and they simplified it. And I think that's what we're going to do with a lot of the things of our show. For example, try to, try to simplify some of the yeah, and that's what you got to do. I mean, especially because we're putting together all the pieces of this show, right? We don't have anyone to help us, right? You know, right? Yeah, for sure. That's definitely what we have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, live TV. It's rough. It's I didn't expect it. doing like a whole live show and planning it out. And like, that's honestly like one of the more interesting experiences that I've had. It Thanks is. to you. It's, it's <laughs> because, interesting. Because like, if I would have been working with anyone else, this would have been unimaginable. But you you pull off some of the craziest stuff. I don't know how we do it. <laughs> Honestly, like just looking at some of the stuff we did with our last movie, like how we didn't get... Honestly, in like short films and stuff, the original Slick Trigger series... Like how we were there able to pull some of that off. I talked <laughs> about the original series. Oh, you, uh, you notice how I haven't been saying the name of the movie because I'm trying not to yeah. re- refer. <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> I'm trying not that. to refer to the movie. I want to get through one fucking episode <laughs> and not say that goddamn movie because that is the one thing I get criticized about this podcast so much. So when we were on set of Slick Trigger. God fucking <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. It's funny. It's uh, funny. People are going to laugh at my pain. So yes. that's the good thing. That ain't my eyes. <laughs> that ain't- <laughs> Damn it. You know what's really weird? I've been eyeing that. Uh, in my in the corner of my room, there's a a, a vinyl record for Igor by um, Tyler, the creator. And like the, the for you people who don't know this, like the, the, the cover art is like his face. And I walked in this morning to my room and I swear to God, he blinked. He blinked at you, huh? Yeah. I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah, I noticed that. It's kind of creepy. It's just creepy. Um, I recently picked up the Nintendo Switch. Yes. Um, and thoughts? I views? like it so far. I wish that the bezels were a bit less thick because they're really, really thick. I wish that the screen was a bit bigger. All right. Do you have any game consoles? I'm a PS4 guy. You're a PS4 guy? Yeah. I was... You know, for the longest time, I thought that I was an Xbox person, even though like I literally owned like a ps1 and a ps2 mm-hmm. and then the xbox 360 and one came out and i would always go over to friends houses and play those um and i always thought that that was like the superior system and then we had an xbox or we had a ps3 and now we have a ps4 like i don't think we've ever gotten a single xbox system like we're not an xbox family well i think what a lot of people say is that 360 was better than ps3 definitely but the ps4 PS4 is better than the xbox one but i've always been a playstation guy like i had the ps2 then the ps3 then the ps4 now and ps5 is coming out this year i would only get an xbox for the exclusives honestly like that's the only reason that i'd like halo i halo's halo's a good game and unfortunately you can't get it on uh 
on PlayStation. Except now you can get most of the games on PC, I want to say. Yeah. And I think, honestly, though, if you look at exclusives, PS4 outdoes Xbox. Definitely. Nowadays, especially. Definitely, like, yeah. Back in the day, Xbox really had PlayStation, but now PS4, yeah. I mean, they've got, you know, God of War. They've got... Uh, I guess Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man's a great one. That 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 topples a lot of yeah. things. That's one. It's a really good game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I picked up the Switch mainly because very very recently I started getting into like the uh, the competitive Super Smash scene. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Um. Which is really it sounds really dumb to say because like I used to be super competitive in uh, this game called Counter Strike Global Offensive. Uh-huh. Um. And I was really, really good at that. I was, I was in fact so good that someone reported me, and I got vac banned because I thought that I was cheating. It was bad, <laughs> and then I, and then that pissed me off, so I stopped playing. So like for a pretty long time, I've always been like a video games kind of guy, but I don't play them as much as like I'd prefer to. Sure. PC is my preferred, um, like platform. I want to mm. say because when I built my first pc and that's what i played on i got re i love those controls keyboard and mouse i think they're the best um which is funny to say because when i play minecraft on the pc i plug in an xbox controller i have i have a wired xbox controller because i think it's just better it's funner it's less stressful to play right know? right yeah um i don't and, know the, re- I, the reason i put like ps4 is just because the fact that like I think it far outdoes the Xbox One. What's up? Hi, Brock. <laughs> Brock just snuck in. Yeah, I, I do agree with you, though. But with the new generations coming out, um, the PS5 and the we'll see how Xbox goes. Series X. Yeah. I swear, I swear, whoever like names the Xbox consoles has to have ADHD. Because yeah. it went from Xbox... And you'd think, okay, the next one's going to be like the Xbox 2 or something. And then it's like, oh, Xbox 360. And then the third one was almost called the Xbox 720, which would make sense. Right. And then they called it the Xbox One. And we're like, okay, now can we have an Xbox 2? No, we're going to call it the Series X. Yeah. Like, no, it does. It makes no nobody sense. Nobody knows what's going on. And if you've seen uh, Samsung, Samsung just released phone, the S20. They literally had like the S, like the S two, the three, the four, the five, the six, the seven, the eight, the nine, the ten, the S twenty. Like what? What's the point in that? Yeah, no, there's no point. Like, like yeah, clearly, like I, I kind of get what they're trying to do. Like it's trying to show like a big jump in performance or whatever. Mm. But, but you know, PlayStation just keeps it nice and simple. Right. PS one. It's kind of like three, the uh, four, Fast five. and Furious franchise. Like the naming scheme of those films just falls off the rails really fast. <laughs> well, and here's the thing too, is like if you look at shoot, I had actually a really good point I was gonna make. <laughs> I don't know. Keep talking, Ruined. maybe I'll think of it. Um on Robert's podcast, they just talked about Fast and Furious, and they're talking about how good those films are. Oh, I and I have movies. I have a few critiques, okay. but I do think that they are really good films. I think they're perfect action films. The first three, actually, number one and number three are my particular favorites. I also saw seven in theaters because that was like, you know, like Paul Walker's send off. Right. And I was really, really pleased with that film. I don't think it was a great film, but. 
you you cannot deny that Fast and Furious does action really, really well. Like a lot of it's not plausible at all and not realistic at all. Yeah. But it's so good. So my take on the Fast and Furious movies is um, the very first one I ever watched was number six in theaters for one of my friend's birthdays. Sure. And I had no idea what was going on. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You. Honestly, then, you could jump in anywhere. Yeah. And, you'd have no and idea so what then was going on. I was like, okay, cool. I just forgot about it. And then Fast and Furious 8 come out. And somebody's like, you want to go see it? I was like, sure. So I saw 8. <laughs> and you didn't and see like, 7? No, the yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of number 8, they're like... Uh, they have, have the baby or whatever, and he's like, I'm going to name him Brian. And I was like, Brian? Why would they name him Brian? Like, you did this, not understand that at no, all. No, I had no idea. And then I was like, you know what? It was junior year of high school. I watched so many series that year because I was so bored, right. and I just grind them on my Chromebook during school. Like That was the same time when you watched all the Marvel movies. Yeah, right? yeah. And like all the... Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Sure, every every movie ever, and so then every I started. Movie ever. Yeah, Jack has seen every film, every movie ever. <laughs> so I started watching uh, Fast and Furious, and I just love them because, especially if you watch a series like all in a row consecutively, very quickly, you you you, especially with the Fast and Furious, you you don't really notice the the evolution of how crazy it's getting yes, until you, you look back and see <laughs> how think far it's you've pretty gone. obvious for. Is where, like, things really... Yeah, that's where it hits the fan. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, I just don't and even care. And then it care. just keeps trying to up itself. And it's, then, But at that point, like, if you like the movies like I do, you just don't care. You're just in just it for the ride. to yeah. watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, not, you're not, like, critiquing... I'm not watching Fast and the Furious films to learn about good story and shit yeah, like that. No, you're just watching You want to watch cars blow yeah, up, you know? That's all that it's about. And so, honestly, like, when I watched number seven, I was like, Oh, this sucks. Like I started tearing up and that's never really happened. I was like, he's actually dead though. This is so sad. Yeah. Dude, I actually like, did you know that like, I think half of Paul Walker in like Paul Walker scenes in Fast and the Furious 7 are CGI, which, which is insane because it like most of the time it's barely noticeable. Like that's how good it was. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I, that's so sad. It's crazy how he died, like, in a car, too. Yeah. Isn't that just insane? That's wild. That's so weird. Um, Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> That's just... Um, Have you ever seen Harry the Harry Potter franchise? I have not. Um, I have, like, barely seen any of them, but, like, what I have seen, I've, like, I've enjoyed. Is that That's owned by Disney? That's another series. I think it is. I don't... I'm not sure. Sure. Um, but that actually, no, I think it's owned by universal. Oh, okay. But that's always been a series that I've wanted to, um, like watch beginning to end because I've heard, I've heard that it's a, it's a pretty good adaptation and Harry Potter is like the only thing that can make magic cool. So here's the thing is like, I've never gotten into Harry Potter ever. Like I've never had any interest in it. Like, it just doesn't capture my attention, I guess. I like I've it. I've tried watching them. And I think like, like the first few films are like kind of not great because it's like child yeah, actors. Yeah, and most I'm of the I'm time. sure if I like actually got into it, I'd enjoy them somewhat. Because right. like the last two, well, I guess the last three are really really good. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they are. Yeah. Like I just don't want to invest. Do you have any guilty pleasure movies? A lot of them. Yes. So I'd like to hear a couple. Um 
Captain Underpants, the animated movie, really? is awesome. Never seen it, so it's I can't so judge. Funny. Well, I love Nick but Kroll, and he's in that movie. Fucking insane! Oh my goodness. So that <laughs> I can't one, believe that you're like a film buff, and you're like Captain Underpants, no, yeah, man. It's, it's so good. It's it's going down in history. <laughs> uh, Angry Birds movie. Really? I love oh. that movie. It's so funny. I did not like that. Really? Movie. No, I was not a fan. Um, let's see what else. And there's one more. Oh yeah, the Lego movies. Uh, the Lego. I think the first one is good. I I never saw the second one. I saw the Lego Batman one. That was also awesome. that was also okay. I like all three of those movies. So those are my that's my list. How about you? Okay, so Disney Channel original movies are my guilty pleasure films. Like High like School Musical. High, your High School Musical. You know, just stuff like that or like Minutemen. Sure. You know, Agent Cody Banks. That's right. Like those are my like they're honestly kind of trash. But like I personally think that they have such an important place in cinema because they're good and they're bad. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So. Like like Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Sharkboy and and Lava. It's a great film. But it's kind of bad. Well, it's so good because we grew up with it and we didn't care. That's you know right. I mean, like, that's right. Obviously, like film buffs when that came out were like, oh, yeah, where does that mean? Oh, no, us, we just didn't didn't They're never good. Yeah, it's like, well, well, they didn't make the movie for you. They're did making they? like a fourth Descendants, and it's like the, the fucking stop. Yeah. No. Here's the thing. Okay, I don't know if we've talked about this in the show, but the bigger Disney gets, the more my hatred go- grows for it. Yeah, same. same like, honestly, I used to be like, oh, I, I like Disney. And now it's like they own everything and I hate it. Marvel, Fox. Oh, my goodness. They got their paws and everything. I yeah. can't. And everybody nuts over Disney. Dude, I'm that's why, like, like, people like me and you need to fucking get in there and actually. They're going to make a sequel to Aladdin, the live action Aladdin. Why? Are you serious? What's the point? There's nothing new anymore. What? There is nothing original. There's and nothing I know we've original. talked about this before, but how much can you milk this crap? Right. You know what I mean? It's so that's not even a good fucking film. No. Like it might have been all right, but it doesn't deserve a fucking sequel. Yeah. It was a live action remake of an animated film. Why would you give that a sequel? It doesn't take much to get me into a movie in theaters, and I didn't even want to go see that movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'll literally give any excuse to go see a movie just because I like to see movies. Just saw Uncut Gems, by the way. I oh, did you man. see it yet? We'll talk about it next. Um, next, next podcast. podcast because I started it and I haven't finished it. Oh really? What yeah. part are you at? I oh, fuck. I want to say I'm like okay. I'm definitely not halfway through. I'm like first twenty minutes because something came up. Um, spoil. Well, kind of spoilers. He, um, the guy, the bat, the guy in the basketball team. I can't remember his fucking name. Uh, takes the Kevin Garnett. Takes yeah. He takes it. And he leaves. Yep. And then um, Adam Sandler puts on a bet and then he's at home watching the game. That's that's all as far as I've gotten. Okay. Which is not very far. I've heard very, very good things. So I'm very... The trailer for that film is very good. Yeah. I've probably seen that trailer 50 times just because I was like, oh my God, I gotta see this. Yeah. So I downloaded it. I want to talk Don't to you tell about... Don't tell the police. Talk with, yeah. <laughs> I want to talk with you about that next week because I've got... Some interesting opinions on that movie. Okay, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna see 1917 soon. I want to see Jojo Rabbit. Um, I want to see that too. I've only seen like one trailer and it was a while ago, but it looks just interesting. Have you seen Parasite? No, I you, want to. You need to see that. What makes film. that such a good movie? Just go in blind. 
Don't okay. w- don't even go watch the trailer. I literally trailer. know nothing about don't it. Don't even go watch the trailer. I only know it's in Korean. Yeah. You can read, right? You can read relatively Barely. fast. Okay. Barely. Yeah. Where can I get it? I just illegally or is uh, it in theaters still? Um it might be. I haven't checked. Well, I, I watched it online. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean I that's saw, how I saw it. Is it a long movie? Um I want to say hour and a half, two hours. Not as long, about as average for today's film. Sure. That fucking film. That film, I'd say it was my film of 2019, which is insane. Over Joker? Because the Joker was mine, but that has so much on top of the Joker. It's it's insane. Wow. I just can't wait to see that. Yeah. It's really, really good. The best way I can describe it is it's a disaster film. Really? Yeah. I saw this meme where this girl asked him, I think this actually happened at the Oscars. The girl asked him, so why did you decide to make this movie in Korean? <laughs> and he's from Korea. Yeah. He shoots in Korea. Yeah. It's about Korea. He's li- <laughs> it's so, I hate that so much. There was like a bunch of one star reviews on Amazon for the film. And people were like, it's, it's not in English. Don't, don't get this. It's stupid. It's like, God, wow. People in America cannot fucking read. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like you get a film and they're immediately like, Ooh, what's this? When's when, when are the Americans going to show Those up? Those are the people that say there's two things I hate. People, one people that can't tolerate other people's cultures and two, the Koreans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because like, I don't know if you saw, but his acceptance speech at the Oscars was in English. First, he goes, great honor. Or he goes, thank you. Great honor. Yeah. And then he started talking in Korean and he gave, and the rest of his uh, thing was in Korean. And then a translator translated it like on stage. And someone tweeted like, "This guy Bong Joon Ho, he said three words in English, and then he, and then he gave the rest of his speech in Korean. This is why uh, uh, America is being torn apart." It's like, what the fuck are you what? talking about? That makes no sense. Yeah. We're recognizing like like alternate culture, and that was the that was it's an international film. Hell yeah, that was the best film of last year. I think that's super cool when people can do that because, like, first of all, it gives us an insight into how they see the world and how, I mean, it's a whole other world that's over there. So, it's so progressive, too, because, like, our country is very, very stubborn, and we don't like, like, literally everywhere else in, in, in the world, like, most people learn two languages growing up, and that does not happen here. Like, you might major in fucking French or ASL or something, but you won't actually know the language. People grow up speaking two languages. Yeah. And for that to become so successful here, it really shows that we're actually working towards being more progressive about it. And I think, like, I think you're... Like, even though you are, like, on the writer side of the political spectrum, the fact that you make movies pushes you a little bit towards the left on some subjects, especially like with film and stuff, because man, I was really fucking pissed off. Trevor Cox. I know you listen to this podcast. I have a few, I have a few things to say about you. He texted the group chat between me, us three. Yeah. And he goes like it, because it just won best pictures the night of the Oscars. And he goes, has anyone actually seen this? Yeah. I watched it last week. (laughs) Then I was like, are you trying to be one of those people, Trevor? <laughs> also, 
I posted a little thing on Twitter of my the top ten films to know me. Uh-huh. And my number five was Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Apparently, he thinks that's a bad film. I don't think he knows good films because that is a perfect Ooh. film. He's got to get back on the podcast. So you guys can roast each other. That film is so good. So here's the thing. Going back to the whole politics and filmmaking kind of thing is like politics and filmmaking part two. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to title this podcast? I've, I'm probably going to title it. I don't know. I haven't decided yet because yeah. <laughs> we started with Fast and the Furious. It's so usually, I mean. Yeah. We're just we're all over the board. We're all over the place. Do we care? No, we don't. No, we don't. Um. So yeah, it's like I think it's really cool how like I don't think that we should be divided as a country on on the topic of experiencing other cultures. I don't think that should be a left or right thing, but it is. Which is which is so dumb. So like honestly, it's dumb that a lot of things are left or right. And on, it's interesting that we talk about this because I was getting a haircut last week with uh, Barber, and he's black, and we always. <laughs> I just and, gotta put that out there. Yeah, I'm a black well, friend. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So yeah, so like we always get into the topics of we always talk politics when I'm over there. Sure. And he's super interesting to talk to. He's not left. He's not right. He hates them all. He says. Yeah. Um. I don't like. Granted, I don't like people like that. I don't like people that are like, I'm not racist. I hate everyone. That's not, that's no. No, he's like, he's like, uh, what he said was he's like, uh, is he like centrist where he's like kind of like independent? No, he, he said he'll say what, what he likes about people and he'll say what he doesn't like. He's like Donald Trump. He's a piece of crap, but you know what I like about him? So he's not afraid to say what he wants. You know what you're getting with him. And he's like, so he's not afraid to, he's like, he'll give credit. He follows credits. his morals. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure. that's what he's all about. He's all about, all be like that. Yeah. He's all about like not standing up for somebody just because they're that person. Right. He said, so Jack, if you support Donald Trump, you shouldn't be making excuses for things that you know are wrong. And I was like, you're not wrong. And so we, we, we talk about race a little bit and how like, I was like, well, why, you know, how, why is this whole race thing an issue? Like, why is race like literally the stupidest thing? The color of your skin means nothing. You can't yeah. control it. And it, it shouldn't. Who cares? Like, right. honestly, who, in an ideal world, it would have never meant anything. But yeah. unfortunately, us fucking white people. I mean, it's it's not it's not even white. I don't people. know if it's, it's just, white people. It's, it's everyone. Just, it's just I don't know righteous, how it started. It's just righteous, rich people who think that they have power. And And I don't know. Why? Because if anyone has power, they're going to instill it over people because like I, I, this might seem a little a little wrong to say. But if it were black people who would have had power back then, the, the white people would have been the slaves, you know, because it's not about race. It's about power. Yeah. And I was like, do you think that we'll ever like even out or do you think we'll ever stop like worrying about race? And he's like, Jack, it's called race for a reason. Everybody's trying to win. Wow. And I was like, whoa. That's wise. <laughs> I was like, he's like, they could have called it anything in the world. They chose to call it race. Wow. And I never thought about that before. I never thought about that. Yeah. That's insane. And it just made me think like, I mean, it didn't like make me get mad at white people. It didn't make me like anything for any race. It just made me like, why is it like this? Right. Like, it's such a useless thing. It's like the color of your eyes. You can't control it. 
Right. Why does that matter? You know exactly, what I mean? It yeah. doesn't change anything about you. Underneath, we're literally all the same. Right. I, did you know that actually um, there is like a study down that like, I think it was like 20% of doctors thought that black people had thicker skin. Really? You know how dumb that is? That's so dumb. It's, like it's, literally it's stuff like that. Like, like why does that, how did that even come to like be a thing? And why would that, even if it was true, why would that matter? Right. You know what I mean? Like, It's, I don't know, it's insane. But it, I mean, sometimes I think it does matter. Because actually, redheads are more likely to, um, they require more like anesthesia when they like get surgery because of like some, like their pain tolerance is like a lot lower or something. So yeah. like if they get the same amount, let's say it's like you or me, if we went into surgery, they're more likely to wake up in the middle of surgery and feel everything oh, that would suck yeah no it's yeah so i don't know it's like it's a it's a it's a tricky it's a tricky topic why it's just like but it seems like it should be funny enough black and white no pun intended yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you think that your kids that you will tell your kids about racism or do you think that because like here's the one thing if you if you Obviously, we need to remember our past and stuff like that. Right. But what if you never knew about racism and you never had any biased opinions on anyone? Ideally, if if we could just live in a world where everybody was just themselves and we didn't have to worry about it. Yeah. But with my kids, like if they can, like I think I think I'll tell them when I think it's appropriate, you know, yeah. because I don't want them if they go to fucking preschool and then i hear back from a teacher that they were bullying the black kid i want to know why he was bullying the black kid was he bullying the black kid because he was black or because he looked stupid or he was doing something weird like i want to know like was it because of like this like some sort of stigma because of like the color of their skin because if i do everything right there will be no problems in a, in a kid's eyes though do you think him Bullying a black kid would be no different than bullying a kid just because they have freckles. Well, it depends on why they're bullying them, you know. So because like, because if they were bullying them because, uh, they got an F. Let's say that. Like he saw his paper and he's like, "Oh, you got an F, haha!" Like, "Oh, you're dumb." Versus, "Oh, you're dumb because you're black." <laughs> like that's pretty like obvious yeah, you know yeah. because if i found out that he was just being an asshole i'd be like fucking stop it but i find out if i find out that he was bullying him because he's black i'd be like okay you're going in your room for a week you can come out uh when you're not an asshole <laughs> <laughs> so do you think here's an interesting question on the topic of bullying i saw a couple memes because i'm on iFunny. i'm an T- iFunny guy iFunny tiktok yeah are you about to talk the talk about the whole like bullying works no, I, I saw, okay, so, like, there's this thing where there's this kid who's, like, he's this big, fat boy, probably, like, just a little bit older than us. <laughs> and he was, where this is going. he was, like, wearing cat ears, and he had, like, cat paint on his face, and he's, like, meow, meow, in front of the camera, and he's, like, licking himself, and there was a comment that said, this is why we need to bring back bullying, <laughs> and... Like I've seen crap like that before. Like listen, what how true do you think that is? Listen. People can do what they want behind closed doors, and I don't care as long as it's not hurting anyone. Or yeah, basically as long as it's not hurting anyone, right? So technically 
I don't have a problem with that, but I prefer not to see it. Right. <laughs> it's just really Personally, weird. I think that's extremely fucking weird. Yeah. It's like uh it's like uh like some weird like sex fetishes, let's say. Sure. Like people are into like cuckolding and 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 all this weird ball crushing, like like what? Like I don't personally understand the point, but hey, if it works for you, fine. But I don't want to see that on my Pornhub timeline, okay? <laughs> like So like here's Can we keep I just want to have my preferences and like that's kind of like my stance on like a lot of things is like, you know, you do you as long as you're not hurting nobody, just don't fucking involve me, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, I feel like I'm going to have to get involved. But if I see that come across my timeline on TikTok or Facebook or Twitter or something, I'm going to be like, so like there's, this needs to stop. There's, there's, <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's, there's being, there's a line, right? There's, there's being yourself and there's like not caring what people think about you. But that also has limits, you know right. what I mean? Like yeah, you can't, yeah, 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 you can't yeah. take that too far of and course. just like, I mean, just go off the wire with it. Like there has to be some sort of like self-respect, you know what right. I mean? Like I'm just trying <laughs> yeah. to help you. I'm not trying to like, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, like Shia LaBeouf brought, um, his, uh, his, the co-star with Down syndrome from his, one of his latest movies on to, uh, present an Oscar. And that's like fucking awesome that that like he did that and then a lot of people were like freaking the fuck out because he thought that he was like laughing at him or like or like like Shia LaBeouf was like laughing at him and stuff and then we found out that Shia LaBeouf actually refused to present any Oscars unless he could do it with him and they're just friends that's why they're like doing shit like that like they're just buddies so like stuff like that that's like clearly just someone who cares and then we see people online who, I don't know. It's just like we live in a weird era to see. I I saw something where it was like this like kid's basketball team and this bigger kid got the ball and he handed it oh, yeah, to this, this littler kid and mm-hmm. he let him shoot. And like, I was like, wow, wow, that's really sweet. And I was like, Kind of, kind of dawned on me. I was like, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't even be thinking that. That should just be an automatic. Like we should just treat disabled people with respect, right? You know. Yeah, and and the fact that that I only think stuff like that when I see nice things being done is kind of like it's absurd to even think about. You know. And I think that's really cool. Like that's the way it should be. I saw this quote. Uh, so it's a picture. You shouldn't have to think twice about it is what I'm right. saying. And I saw this picture of Tom Hardy shaking this guy's hand, and um, it was just like this, like kind of street worker guy. And it was an actual quote by Tom Hardy that said, "My mom always taught me to treat the janitor like you'd treat your boss." Yeah, you know they do I mean? the hardest job. And like, Stuff I just like, think you know? that you, I think that's really cool because look at Shia LaBeouf or look at that kid that was handing the basketball to the Down syndrome or to the disabled boy, I think that we should be using wherever we are. Cause obviously there's like a social ladder or whatever, where you are, like compared your wealth, your resources, what you have, we should be using what we have to help those below us. Right. You know, help bring other people up. Now that's not advocating for socialism or communism or anything like that, because we're I think, talking in terms of like spirit. We're, like, yeah. Like, we're talking like, about morals yeah, or moral, moral compass. Morally. Yeah. 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 Or moral compass. Moral, yeah. Um, <laughs> God damn it. 
It's it's that fucking slick trigger and that damn moral compass. <laughs> that documentary. No, yeah. So I think that's I think that's what it what it's all about is using what we have to elevate others. You know what I mean? For sure. I, I definitely agree. Um talking about janitors. This is gonna be a really weird segue, a really Uh-oh. weird place to go. Um I don't know if I, I don't know if you remember this, but Eddie uh, sent a video to the group chat uh, yeah. of uh, someone <laughs> taking a mad dump in one of the urinals at our old high school. I'm... I'm that's, one, gross. Two, very disrespectful, because someone's got to clean that up. Three, not funny. Not funny at all. It's not... Like, it's funny thinking about it, because it's like a nervous laughter, because it's like, huh. <laughs> no, but like it's that, fucking disgusting. That doesn't actually incite a laugh out of right. me. Like, okay, you pooped in a urinal. Like, I, people have done that before. Right. You know, it's yeah. like, what is this fucking South Park? Yeah, like I don't know. It's just weird things. Like, it's it's not even like or like those videos of kids like slapping soap dispensers and spraying them all over the place. It's like, I worked at a gas station and someone fucking did that. Like, it's not fucking funny. Like, like that's not. No, they like walked out and they're like giggling, coming from the bathroom. They didn't buy shit, and I'm like, oh god, I fucking know exactly where this is gonna go. Yeah. And I walk in there and it's just dirty, and it's like, oh, 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 oh it's so funny. Yeah, I don't have a job. Yeah. I'm gonna make someone else suffer. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's so dumb. Yeah. So like, I always try to. Not comedy having the mindset. You comedy shouldn't the- be about like like someone else's, you know, like inability to do something or 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 making them do something. Yeah, you know, like to you like know, degrade them. That's not what comedy is. It's yeah. not about degrading people. It should be about. And why did like these kids? Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like all these like hoodlums that'll just like come in like gangs into like places like and then they'll like break something like, <laughs> and then like make a video about it and they leave and it's like it's not funny okay yeah, like like that's, there's no point nobody's gonna laugh at that yeah just, exactly like i'm definitely not laughing yeah you're looking at me smiling no yeah it's <laughs> you're not, like, no, I'm not gonna laugh either <laughs> no, it was me that was in the bathroom <laughs> it was me the whole time um oh my goodness i had something i was gonna say and i remember exactly now um Fast and Furious 9. I didn't want to see it, and then I saw one John Cena, and two, Han is now back and not dead. We're going to have to see how they explain that. Here's the thing. I can't believe I'm going to go see a Fast and Furious movie They in spoiled so... <laughs> have you seen all the other ones? Yes, I have. I've seen most of them. They yeah. spoiled so much. Well, they, that would have been so the great entire, to keep. The entire trailer. Like, you didn't... They honestly did not need to show me anything. I was going to go see Fast 9 anyways. Yeah. I mean... Like if like if I probably wasn't, but if people came out from Fast Nine after it comes out and they're like, "You need to go see this. It's fucking insane." Like yeah. If they would have had like hid that Han was coming back, that would have been one of the greatest comebacks in film history. Exactly. Like, why did they spoil so much? Literally, you find out so much in the trailer, and this isn't spoilers because this is in the trailer. Right. It's literally in the yeah. trailer. John Cena's his brother. Right. Han comes back from the dead. They don't fall down in the cliff because they catch themselves on a rope or whatever. And there's like 10 other spoilers in that trailer alone. And I was like, no, I love these movies. Why would you show me all this? Whoever fucking edited that trailer, whoever is their like promotional team is dro- dropped the ball. On they don't that. get it. They don't get it. Yeah. If they truly want to make a good trailer, they just tease these things. You know right. what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't even know. That's what, just what do so you think? Let's, here's an interesting topic. Sure. Top movie trailers. Top movie trailers. 
So one of the best ones that sticks out in my mind is obviously the Mission Impossible Fallout. Trailer. Oh, so good! It's it's action packed. It's got everything you need. No, it, it hints just enough, but yes. it doesn't drop anything. Oh, the timing of it it's, is so it's perfect. Great. The music oh. worked really, really well. It used a not known and it was an Imagine Dragons. Yep. Not known Imagine Dragons song. Very a very underrated song. It made it popular. Yep. Awesome. Um This is so good. It's so good. I the, agree. Like it I I didn't really think about that. Yeah, it like doesn't reveal too much. Though. The hereditary trailer, I think, was really good because you the hereditary is is a film. That I think is similar to like Parasite. You should go in cold, knowing nothing about it. And the trailer does enough where you watch the trailer and, and like it gives you hints, but you still don't know what you're gonna go see. Mm-hmm. It doesn't give you any hints to the story or anything. Um, fuck, uh, Logan. Logan. That was a fantastic Just a trailer. great use of the music. Yeah, Really, it's all about that song. I mean, and they did not give away much in that trailer. Honestly, yeah. It just... There's not many, like, things that, like... The trailers are not a thing that I, like, go back and I, like, watch. But there are a few that I'll, like... Ooh. Yeah. Like, like even if it's, it. like, years past, like, it coming yeah. out. Us. Us. The song usage of... Dun, the, I got dun, five on it. I mean, that was so genius. What? I mean... I bet that probably had to come from Jordan Peele, like the use of that song. I mean, when mm-hmm. he wrote the movie and like just how he could think about how to use that. That's super cool. Um, I can't think of any more. I'd say I, what I because I've made a lot of trailers for <laughs> even projects that haven't been released. I think the fa- my favorite trailer that I've ever made was. <sighs> Either the Slick Trigger behind the scenes final trailer. The one in theaters. No, no, that's the premiere night trailer. Uh, Or the Slick Trigger, the second Slick Trigger trailer. I think that's some of my best work. That's a great one, yeah. I think I'm pretty good at like putting trailers together. Oh yeah. It's 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 an art. It is an art. Yeah. It trailer making is like I mean, obviously they Botched it with Fast Nine. I mean, if, they gotta hire us, man. We could we could have done way better. That's like if we would make this trailer for Slick Trigger and we just revealed Cyrus instantly. Like, oh, it's Tony the whole time. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that would. No one's gonna go see that, now, right? You know? Yeah. Like, even if like it's pretty obvious from the start, because some people in the theater they said that like, oh, they like had like a pretty good idea who, who Cyrus was. Yeah. But even then, like, like. People were still guessing. Like you still don't know until yeah. you, you until you know exactly. But then you just tell us in the trailer. It's like, well, fuck. Yeah. Well, now if you fake Come it on. out, it's gonna feel cheap. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, ah, uh, oh, didn't know that was coming. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. What do you think about this? Interesting. New Vin Diesel movie coming out. I don't know if it's out yet already. Bloodshot, Bloodline, something like something that. like that. Blood yeah. Something. They. So when the trailer started, I was like, oh, another classic Vin Diesel, you know? And then they showed the twist. Dude, that twist would have been so good. But I don't know, because I would not have gone to see that if it wasn't for the twist. Well, this is what I'm saying. Someone would have gone and seen it, and someone would have been like, hey, this is actually really good. Yep, yep. And then it would have made all of its money back because a bunch of people. You just got to trust the audience. Trust your audience. Even if it's not that many, they can spread the word. That's right. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, like we should make a really generic looking film that has a fucking insane twist. Yeah. Some people are like, like, oh, another movie. What? (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. 
is that Robbie from Slick Trigger? <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> yeah, like that's like that just seems like it seems like it'd be fucking perfect. Yeah. Make like a generic looking ass movie that you know at least someone's gonna go see that has an insane ass twist. Like right at the beginning, too. Yeah. It's like, whoa, this whole movie's gonna be totally different. You know what I mean? That would have been honestly, that's like fucking perfect. Yeah. Um shit. How much time we got? Uh about five ish minutes. I have a question. Okay, let's um, hear it. To do mainly to do with um, the late night booming. Sure. The drama has been really heavy lately. Has there been any resolve to that? So here's the deal. So far, I can't. I'll, I'll spell out the, all the drama for all you guys, so you guys can help me. Uh, okay. Help me make come to a conclusion here. I want to start off with the fact that I've been given a great opportunity to, first of all, do this in the first place at USF. Okay. Like, obviously I have to keep that in mind. Like I came to USF and they're giving me what I need to, I mean, they're giving me the platform to be able to do this, you know? Um, that being said, there are some key things that we aren't receiving. Um, camera support. Cameras, cameras, which I don't know what to think about that because, because we currently don't have. We were allowed to use equipment. really nice cameras for the first one, and then apparently after how that first show went, one person took away our cam- took away those nice cameras, and now we have to use crappy cameras, um, because they claim that they're only for academic use now. But honestly, I've learned more academically in this, this show. show. It I've just learned so much doing it about yeah. editing, about interviewing, stuff right. like that. You know. Um, and also this one other person is not communicating very well with us on how, on getting tech people there. And that's very frustrating because I mean, that's the two things you need camera and audio. Right. You know? And so obviously like I love USF. I don't want to come on here and just bad mouth USF because I love it. They're giving me such a great opportunity to do this, but there are some things that, Need to just be a fixed. Little, just a little upsetting. Yeah. Just yeah. A little, I mean, it's just a little frustrating things yeah. too. You know what I mean? It's um, it's unfortunate because I've never really dealt with a lot of drama shooting anything. And granted, this is a live show, so it's different. You know, if we wanted to shoot like a scene there for like a a, a film, you know, we're not we're relying on someone else's equipment. But because this is something that we've never done before, we kind of have to. Yeah. Which is a bit unfortunate. Um, but I think, you know, especially with episode, show three, I keep saying episode, especially with show three, as long as someone can get just just get us the soundboard available and we have our cameras by then, I think uh, I think the show number three is going to go fine. I think we should we use our own re- personal cameras on it. I think we should for show number three at least because then we could use your uh canon g7 for maybe the wide and i think i know it, i know you don't think that it's like it's like just like wrong like like just like it, it's almost perfect like it's the right. zoom almost almost gets there but i think if we use that and then we use the two um 4ks on the side the two acc 400s on the side i think it'd be a beautiful show and I think also with how you've started organizing the show for the camera crew and the, and the, and everybody, yeah, 
I just want to get it out there more. Yeah. I don't know how else. I mean, like YouTube, that's all I know how to do right now. Like right. what else? What else, I mean, because that's what people watch. Have we thought about using some of the budget for Facebook marketing? There's an idea. Yeah. Like putting an ad on? Putting an ad. Maybe you. Maybe we record two videos for show number three. And we put one of them out early and say, hey, this is our show. Here's a small segment. You know what's super cool? You know how we get a lot of views is going live with the show. Yeah. I don't know how but to do that. But that's, that's really, so that's, complicated. It's really hard. Yeah. We yeah. couldn't do that with our with our setup. No. Unless maybe we, in the future. Maybe in the future. We'll keep upgrading. We'll keep thinking. It's like a big puzzle. We just got figured out. Right. Um, it would not be a bad idea to... Um, I don't know if, if, if it's possible, but if we could use that other studio that USF has and just do, just to test it out, a show with no audience, that would be interesting. Yeah, just like a little special or something. Yeah, like maybe not like a full show either. Right. Like, like maybe like, like 20 minutes, yeah. uh, like a small show. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a cool idea. Yeah, I've been thinking about this um, because when I get my camera, I want to be basically shooting stuff like as often as I can just to even learn, maybe shoot a couple micro short films or whatever. You remember WPF, like hashtag WPF, like episode one, it was like this like variety show. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to bring that back in some form where it's like a bunch of like micro films or like, or like short stuff like that. Cause I love um, what you guys have been doing with the late night booming video segments where you're like going out and you're interviewing people. Yeah. I want to do that so bad. Cause it just looks like a lot of fun. It is um, and like so nerve wracking, and, and that's is. what makes oh the comedy goodness. good. So I want to bring back some sort of variety show to my channel, where it's like, you know, here's like a comedy skit, like a cheese puffs kind of style, mm. and then oh, here's like a little thing that we did at the mall interviewing people, and then oh, here's a serious microfilm, and right. you know stuff like that. Oh, here's a trailer. Like a teaser for something, you know? And honestly, I think that something in the style of that... Because that would be my late night That'd be your... No, yeah. like (laughs) I mean, if you... Obviously, you don't have to do this, but... Oh, God. We could find a way to combine... Delete your channel, Cole. (laughs) Uh, This is totally up to you, but if you want to, you could somehow combine like the podcast since we're going on video with it oh yeah turn that into that i mean then it's all about i mean we film something the the video so the video podcast has extra bits is kind of what you're saying like so the video podcast maybe we show a clip from late night booming or you've done like a little microfilm throughout the week and then we talk about the process i mean you can pull up watch it maybe even do like a mini like commentary for Mm -hmm. the video exactly oh that's a really good idea i don't know it's just some I mean, you don't have to do that. It's just something to think Actually, about. holy shit. You're a genius. 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 <laughs> That's actually really smart. Because I, you mean, know I, I And you know what I really enjoyed doing? I really enjoyed watching Slick Trigger and doing a commentary track. I feel like we should do more stuff like that. That was fun. Because it was fun. Yeah. Um, you know, we could... Or even Moral like... Uh, I don't know if you watch like... I'm not a fan of reaction videos. Yeah. But we could do something similar to like a filmmakers react to this, like like maybe like a music video comes out and we like give our opinion like, oh, that looks like this was done like this. That's really insane. Oh, that was a really cool one so shot. In essence, we're combining a podcast, a vlog, and skits onto mm-hmm. one. Yeah. That'd Holy, be super cool. Season two is gonna be insane. Season two is gonna be wild. Um, that's if we can pull it off. We'll try. Um, I guess that'll be the video portion and then the audio portion will just, I don't know. I'll figure it out. 
That's a ways down the road. Yeah, too. It's a we ways got, down the road. We, we got, got about nine weeks until we hit episode 20. Episode 20, by the way, I want to be an hour and a half long. Um, and I want to have a guest on, too, because I don't think we can talk for an hour and a half. Because <laughs> usually I've noticed with us, we'll hit 50 minutes and we'll run out of stuff to talk yeah, we're about. Just trying to see. We're just uh, yeah, we're about five minutes, <laughs> about four minutes away. But, you know, that's just that's just it's just whatever. But uh, that's a really good idea, though. Same and I also want to upgrade our mics eventually. Sure. Too, and get the get a new mixer and stuff. Sure. Um, but yeah. Money moves, crazy. money moves. Money moves. Do you know when we start shooting the reality show? I haven't heard. I haven't heard anything. Um. So he's in Florida right now. He's doing some promos for the company itself. Okay. Um. So it's currently a work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. We'll probably know more by next podcast. I am super duper fun. I'm. I am super duper fun. You are fun. I am fun. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yes. Sorry, that was a really weird thing for me to say. <laughs> I am super duper fun. I was looking at my phone, clearing my notifications. I just say dumb stuff when I'm not paying attention. Super duper. I am super duper fun. fun. Um, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, what, what? Where can people check you out? I'm sure they've heard it a million uh, the times before. The Cheese Puffs, Lynn and Boomin, and Dorm Boomin on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And oh, hopefully a website check, soon? Hopefully a website soon. It's in the works. It's in the works. We'll talk about that next week, too. That's right. Check out um, CJA Visuals, a.k.a. Anderson Visuals, and Cole James And, which is me, Cole James Anderson, on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Check out CJAVisuals.com. It's my portfolio website. Looking for a job, guys. Still unemployed. <laughs> so he'll have one by next week. Maybe uh, by next podcast maybe, you'll have a him. Maybe by the next one. I did apply to Domino's to be a delivery driver Ooh, really? part time. So yeah. just just for, for some extra cash. Right, right. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to the Small Small YouTube Channels Talk Podcast. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been fun. But it this hasn't is the been last podcast. Fun. Goodbye. No, we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> the last one. Goodbye. No. Um. Yeah. We'll see you next week. On the Small Small YouTube Channel's Talk Podcast, I am Jack Xavier Unruh. I'm Cole James Corinius Anderson. Peace. Peace! Thank you for listening to Small Small YouTube Channel's Talk Podcast with Cole James Anderson and Jack Unruh. And don't forget, new episodes every Friday.